Welcome to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with me, Shelley Fischel of Tomorrow's VA and Joe Brianti of JLB Support Solutions. In each episode, we'll chat about what we're up to and bring you fantastic interviews with guest experts, as well as our app of the month and top tips, all aimed at helping you to grow your VA business. So grab a cuppa, sit back and join us for a fun-filled hour. Welcome listeners to today's episode of Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants. And thank you for still being with us. We really appreciate your time and we hope that you're getting value from our natterings. So Joe, what are we going to natter about today, do you think? What should we talk about before we bring our brilliant guest on? I think we should talk about that very thorny issue, rates and how much we charge clients. Um, It's a very, very difficult um, topic, very similar to sort of not talking about each other's salaries, but um, without being prescriptive about race, I do think it is a question that all of us sometimes struggle with or wonder, are we charging enough or too much or will the client pay? Um, What are your thoughts on rates, Shelley? Yeah, I mean, as a trainer, rates, similar to VAs, rates are a tricky tricky area because what you're actually selling to your client is a solution. And you're you're either solving a problem, if you're a VA, um, you'd be solving my problem, which is putting my active campaign automation together for me and saving me that time so that I can then go off and develop another training course so that's just kind of making it relevant to the two of us right now yeah um i would be selling you though when you take my course you have got a skill that you can continue to apply to every single client that you come into contact with so it's really i i find um pricing my courses and my my one-to-one training time really tricky because all of my courses are actually very low priced for the value that you get. And it's not just the fact that my styles course, for example, is not a long course in time. So you're not going to sit there and learn for three hours. It might be an hour, but the skills that you gain at the end of that hour are going to enhance your work and bring you in more money over time. So it's a really tricky one how to price. I don't want to price my courses at £39 because that seems, you know, that it's too cheap and people don't value cheap either. I think there's that part of the equation too. So it's really tricky to to work out. You could say for my stuff, because I've got pre-recorded, I don't have to do anything, you know, like Tesco's pile them high, sell them cheap and sell more that way but then I feel that's devaluing the knowledge and my skills of over 20 years that I bring to creating that in the first place and similarly with a VA I'm paying a VA for her skills her knowledge for what she's learned and I'm sure there's other things that go into making up your your different rates how does that work Joe? from a VA point of view so it's really important when you think about your rate to forget what you had as a salary to start off with because your salary is made up of all sorts of different elements. So 
how I first calculated my rate was I looked at how much I was going to have to spend out the expenses to be in business. So that's things like my professional um, Microsoft 365 software. And I have paid for my software right from the off because I wanted the functionality and it's important from a licensing perspective. Next is your insurance. And you, you will have a monthly payment or an annual payment for professional indemnity, cyber insurance, public liability. Possibly you'll have an increase on the cost of your car insurance if you're using that for business. That's dependent. Um, then you've got your ICO registration. If you are doing bookkeeping, you might have membership of something like the IAB, or you might have the annual fee to the HMRC to register uh, uh, to deliver that service. You may then have other professional software that you use for scheduling um, social media, for um, newsletters. Um, free software will take you so far, but there are times when you have to pay and there's no two ways about it. So you have to know what your monthly outgoings are. And then once you know how much you have to achieve to just to, to stand still, that's not to make profit, then you can work out what you want to earn on top of that to pay your personal bills like your own mortgage and um, your childcare or your food or electricity or all of those other things we all have to pay. And then once you know that, you can then calculate a percentage on top of that and work out where that comes to. And then, you know, to make it easier, round it up. So if it comes to uh, you need to earn £24.62, you might round that up to 25 26 whatever that suits you. But it is important that you think about all of those expenses and then think about how much you need to earn. I, I spoke to a, a, a VA, very, very new, not in the sort of general VA community. And we worked out when we looked at that, that she was earning £4.20 an hour. That's less than minimum wage. So it really is important that you make sure that you are earning at least your minimum wage, you know, um, because you, you can't afford not to. And I want to, and you, 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 you broke it all down beautifully as to all your expenses, but there is also another element to working out your rate. And when I ran the training company and I was in the classroom or had associates going in, um, there's also what you also have to take into account. There are 365 days in the year. Absolutely. But you don't work 365 days in the year. You have to take off the weekends if you don't work weekends. Then you take off four to six weeks of holiday time because that's spread out over the year. You've got the bank holidays where you don't work. You're probably left with something like 152 days of chargeable time. And then you have to work out, um, if I want to earn £10,000, and I've got 152 days to earn that 10,000 pounds. And then you want to work out how many hours in a day you're going to work. And then you can divide one by the other and come up with what, you, what your rate needs to be to get to that figure. 
But yeah. then you have to compare that to your cost figure as well that, that you just recently mentioned uh, and see how they fit together. Is there a correlation? Because I think the thing that um, I, I remember learning about this because at first I thought, great, I'm going to charge 800 pounds a day or 500 pounds a day and I'm going to work and I'm going to earn so much because I'm going to be. And then when I, somebody mentioned this kind of formula to me and I sat down and looked at it and I realized there really aren't that many days to earn that amount of money. So um, that's another thing to take into account when working out what your rate is. And the other element of that, Shelley, is also you're running a business. So out of those working days, there has to be an amount of time where you are working very, very hard, but you're not being paid because you're working for your own business. Yeah. You're doing your own marketing. You're doing your own networking. You're doing your own whatever that is, accounts and administration um, to manage your own business. And that's, again, time that you have to factor in to your charging structure. Yeah, it's a real minefield. And, you know, it's one of those things that you can sit down and do on your own. But I think if you were part of a VA community or you're working with a VA mentor, um, then that's one of the things that they can help you with. And I know over my long career um, as a trainer, I've had mentors all the way along, not consistent, not all the time, but every so often. And in fact, I'm about to start working with another mentor to help me and keep me accountable uh, and work out how I want to progress my business forward. So it's, I think that's also an important thing. And then of course, that's a cost to your business because yep. you have to pay that. And they're not going to do it for free. The same as I won't work for free and you won't work for free. And there's also um, the other, that makes me think of the picking your brains bit. Yes. Um, the number of times I get asked, can I just pick your brain today? How do you do X? Yeah. Um, and yes, you want to be helpful, but you also have to run a business and earn a living. So yeah. there's tons. I, mean, I think we could, we, we need to find somebody to come on and talk about this yeah. as a topic. Um, but it leads nicely into our interview with Mina. We interviewed Mina about a week ago and Mina is my French PA. She lives in Paris and this was the most brilliant interview. I thoroughly enjoyed it and learnt a lot uh, from what Mina was talking about and I'm sure you're going to enjoy it too. And the reason we chose to talk about pricing before we bring the interview on was because we talk about pricing in the interview and Mina has a completely different take on this topic, which is fascinating and one that you could adopt. So I'm going to leave it there and bring the interview with Mina right now. Welcome to this week's episode of Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants. And this week, we've got the lovely Mina Defani with us. I hope I got that right. You can correct me in a minute. Right, yes. Joining us from Paris, no less, um, to talk about being a VA and being a bilingual VA and an international VA. So welcome, Mina, to the podcast. Thank you, Shelley. Thank you both of you to welcome me today. I'm really grateful and honored to be part of your podcast. 
Thank you. So Mina, tell us all for our listeners, because we like to talk to lots of different VAs and we, we have spoken to quite a number of VAs by the time this episode goes out, um, talking to them about why they became away, what drove them, what kind of mm -hmm. things do they do. So give us a bit of background about yourself and then we'll see what questions Joe and I can come up with. Thank you. Um, well, my name is Mina. I'm raised, educated, and uh, located in Paris, in the center of Paris, really. I'm not living in the suburb. I'm uh, in the northeast of Paris, living in front of a beautiful park, one of the biggest parks of Paris called Butchemont. Um, I'm 40 years old. I'm uh, divorced. I have a nine years old uh, little girl, and she's my joy and my treasure. And she's the reason why I become a VA. I've uh, started my uh, professional career as a PR, press and public relations uh, uh, consultant. And in the middle of my, let's say my late 20s, young 30s, I, I really reconvert myself to this profession. It happened to me uh, really randomly. I was not looking for this position. I've been proposed to become uh, the executive personal assistant of uh, the president of a major in the music of a big kind of, uh, EMI records. I think you, it's a yeah. quite yeah. well known yeah, company. Well <laughs> and it was the president of France and it's been an amazing uh, opportunity. I started to work first for the uh, sales director and then I jumped in the, in the, in the position of the year of the president. And uh, it, became, it became really, I mean, it sounded and it looked and it was really, uh, uh, it blown my mind to this position. I, I just discovered the, the, the purpose for why I'm here on her professionally. It was so me in serving people, in the excellence. Uh, in France, we have so much... Uh, protocols and uh, especially in Paris and I was uh, very details driven and uh, results driven and the behavior the attitude how to organize everything with the right protocols with the right audiences that's what exactly um, make me fall in love with this profession I'm completely mm. passionate <laughs> <laughs> comes across you can tell <laughs> exactly and i become a va three years ago uh for family and personal reason i was not excited by the entrepreneur uh journey i uh, was not even reading or looking after it it's just that i wanted to be free to uh, organize my time the way i want i wanted to be more present for my daughter and for my passions mm -hmm. so i decided uh to launch it because i did all my career in Paris and in France in English. Yeah. So uh, I was trained, I was really built as an executive assistant, English speaking executive assistant. So I was reading everything in the English speaking admin industry, the executive secretary magazines. I, I'm a, a member of international management assistants. And I was witnessing this big uh, boom of VAs in UK, in US. So I knew that it was possible to uh, be an EA or a PA, but in a different time space and in different workspace. And that was the perfect match with what I was expected from my daily life, with my, the, direction, the new direction that I wanted to give to my life. And um, 
created a limited company because I knew exactly what was my niche. I was going to work for Anglophones, English-speaking people who are living or running activities in Paris, uh, professionals and individuals. And um, my niche uh, is completely uh, not bilingual. They don't, do not speak French. And that's the main reason why they come to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. That's, that's really amazing. So it's almost like it found you rather yeah. than you found it. Yeah. yeah, so I've been uh, really lucky to be surrounded by great experts to brand my uh, name, my logo, my website, to train me with the social media. And I just, uh, the first year of my activity, I did all the English-speaking networking that, they, that exists in Paris. And uh, it was really fast because the mindset of English-speaking people is completely different as the French-speaking people. It's not the same uh, way of life, the same way of work, and it's more easy to get in touch and to get in contact and to share. I did not have to convince uh, my audience about my profession. Yeah. In the opposite in France, the situation is worse than in the English admin industry, that the, the profession is really not valued, really not recognized. And I, I, have, I still have today people asking me why a secretary would, should create a company. I mean, yeah. is it legal? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm asked if it's legal to do it. <laughs> <laughs> is it legal? That's really, that's funny. That's very, yes. that's very, very interesting, the different mindset between the, the two cultures. So I, I'm just wondering, you, you've done an awful lot in your career. What do you, what services do you offer as, as a VA to your clients? So my expertise, my main expertise is time management. It's about balancing private life and professional life. Yeah. And uh, with uh, the community of expatriates that we, are in, that we have in Paris, uh, knowing how the French bureaucracy is heavy. So I'm, I'm proposing packages of one day, which is the service that, that, this is the product that I sell the most, is one day a month or two days a month, I come and I organize everything privately and professionally. I can, it can include the one person or it can include all a family right. and it's about it's about french bureaucracy it's about uh booking uh booking meetings booking events uh, private cocktails dinners um organizing uh tours in paris which with private uh. riders uh jets uh restaurants but also all the business part, if they have companies, because some of them sometimes are running companies and they are creating companies in Paris because they are living in Paris for four, five, six years. So I'm, uh, I'm like the, 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 the basic admin with the expenses, uh, the accounting, uh, the relations with the different uh, suppliers. So I have this one day uh, for individuals and some business owner, some small business owner, SBO. I have also monthly packages that started from 20 hours. And the more hours I had, I think was a hundred hours a month. Wow. For a Danish businessman who was in Paris for mm. seven months. He really needed me, he needed me in private and professional life. And I also have uh, the, the events package. 
So I'm organizing different events. It can go to uh, private cocktails, to uh, speaker gigs, to uh, being the, 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 the window contact in the wedding organization between the clients and the wedding planner and all the suppliers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, I had two weddings this year and I've lost these two huge contracts and they were happening in uh, August. So. It's yeah. a pity what happened with the kind of, with the COVID nineteen, but that's life. We're still yeah. here and it's fine. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I live. I'm. I obviously I'm English um, by birth. Uh, I live in Israel, which has also, and I am also bilingual. Um, I yes. speak. I speak Hebrew. I lived here as a child. Uh, for, I lived here for ten years, from age eleven to twenty-one. So I am. I'm at school here, so I am bilingual. Like like you're bilingual. Your English is amazing. Mm, thank and, um, you and i keep guessing i mean that where we live is is very much uh, people come to retire here and it's up by the sea and it's very pretty and and you know it, once people get older they yeah. find it more difficult to learn a language mm, and the mm. culture is very different as well yeah. so um it, it is hard and i'm forever being asked can you just come and help me make this doctor's appointment <laughs> or can you translate this letter for me what does this mean so i can totally see how valuable that is mm, mm. Um, yes definitely yesterday i was with an australian client she was so stressed because she was renewing her um visa for four years to live in France and the list of documents, the process, the meetings, the, the attitude of the institution is so scary for uh, the foreigners and expatriates that uh, I think she just asked me to be there with her to, yeah. to, to feel secured to be sure that there will be someone on her side and everything runs really well. Sometimes it runs really well and she got it and she was so happy and I'm so happy for her. And that's exactly that kind of support that I like to do because I, I, it's not about feeling used, but it's about serving people. Yeah. Uh, It's really about being this person who will take your hand and tell you I'm here. Mm, mm. peace of mind now just put yourself in a space of peace of mind and i'm going to protect your time to protect your name to protect your interest and what i'm selling in my services it's not only products it's an expertise it's an experience it's my time but it's also the confidentiality of the data yeah what we are sharing together it's something that she will never share with some people maybe more close than me in her life. Mm. So that's for this kind of moment that I love my job. Yeah. That's fabulous. And is it, is is it just you in the business or do you have a team that support you? Because there are some really big hours there that you're doing. Yes. Clients. Yes, Yes, exactly. Uh, No, I do not have a team. Uh, it's a one-person company. I don't know if something exists like this in UK or in yeah. Israel. Yeah, so it's a limited company run by one person. And I can, of course, hire people, but I still don't have the turnover yeah. to uh, assume this kind of hiring. But it, my, my wish is to train other my French PAs that other my French PA offices could open in France or in yeah. Europe because the 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 I, I did not have to market a lot my business as 
first I, I'm living in Paris and I'm I'm working for, in Paris. So the, the the market of Paris is huge. I mean, if you're if you're not able to find clients in Paris, so it's not the right profession for you. You're yeah. mistaken somewhere. And uh, the name of my company has been so well found. It's yeah. I did not find it. My French PA means everything. So uh, uh, I don't have to explain what I have to, what I'm doing actually, what I'm mm. proposing uh, as services. And I, after the digital word, my God, I mean, <laughs> if, 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 if we are not able to do business with the digital word, with the tools, with uh, with all what what we have today, uh, it's 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 again not the right profession for you. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> yes, that's all. And I think all EAs, PAs, VAs, office managers, we are we all have this ability and curiosity to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Or we will we will never do this profession. We are always testing, trying, looking for this is in our DNA. I mean, we, we, this, we do not have to motivate ourselves to do it. Yeah. We want to find a solution because we want to ease our time. Then we found it. And that's how we continuously train and learn and grow in our businesses. Yeah. And that's why I believe deeply that our profession will never, ever disappear. Ever. No, I agree. People always need support for different aspects of life or business, mm. um, whether that's a small amount or, or a lot, like your 100 hours a month. Yeah. That's 20 hours, of, over 20 hours a week. Yeah. Um, almost no time for any other work. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's a huge business. And when it's done professionally and properly with clear values and clear directions, then it's a lifestyle. It's an amazing lifestyle. Really. Uh, and what's the what's the network of VAs like in Paris? Uh, are there lots and lots of VAs, or is it a very small number? You know, I'm trying to compare it because Paris is a very big international city, the same as London. In London, there are a lot of VAs. Oh we all God, do yes. different. We all do different things, and um, you know we collaborate a lot together. Do you have that same sort of network and vibe in Paris? So I started my 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 activity, and I created my company, uh, being surrounded by VAs in Paris, and they are all self-employed. They yeah. are not in a limited company uh, stages like me. Uh, some of them are already in place more than 10 years. That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, I was very honored to be supported and, and surrounded by them to have their uh, advice, counsel. Really, they were so supporting me in my, in my new activity. And uh, that's how I, I met Jennifer Chamberlain who is oh, yeah. uh, my bilingual VA. Yeah. Uh, she was very supportive with me. She really helped me. Then she uh, talked to me about Amanda Johnson, who became yeah. my mentor yeah. since the very beginning. And she's still my mentor today because she's really given me the process to build my business, even if I'm living in Paris and working from Paris. But there's no association. There's mm. no events. There's some... Um, 
let's say, uh, some articles that they are written about the profession or blogs or in uh, some magazines or from the Federation, the French Federation of Secretaries and, and Assistants. Um, but the, the, the profession of a VA is just starting to raise. Mm. It's not like in London. We have maybe 20 years. We are maybe late 20 mm. years as London. Yeah. Mm. But it's there. It's yeah. there. That's quite exciting to be at the beginning of something as well. Mm. Or yes. Yeah. Yes. Like we, we call it in marketing. It's a blue ocean. <laughs> uh, so yeah. we are trying. We are testing. And uh, the, the, this is the, the Russian's... Uh, High, high roll. How, how do you say that? How do you call it? Roller coaster. The roller coaster. Roller coaster. Exactly. Yes, we call them the Russian ones in French. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yes, be, being uh, entrepreneurs is really uh, uh, it's really a question of faith. Yeah. Of faith and and uh, and and um, professional uh, way of mastering and expertise. Yeah, absolutely. So we were before we started to record. We were talking. We were asking you if you had clients from just from France. Are they just expats in France? And you were saying you have clients all over the world. So do you want to talk about working internationally a little bit as well? Because that's a fascinating topic all by itself. Yes, actually, that's the the part that I like the most in my in my profession. Actually, as a as a virtual PA, because I'm I'm a book lover. I'm a book lover and I love to read stories of people that they have achieved amazing things in their life. And when I'm uh, approaching, when I'm prospecting, when I'm in contact with new clients, new clients, for me, it's like opening the first page of a book and mm. entering in, a li in the yeah. life of a new story. And that's why... Uh, working in English and with English speaking people, it's amazing for me because, uh, for example, my American client, she's a very famous author and uh, uh, she's living between New York and Paris because she was married to a French man and she got two kids with. So she has a whole life to organize around her private and professional life. So being part of her life as her PA VA, virtual personal assistant, it's really an wow. honor for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm growing through her, her experience of life and what she's going through and being able to find solutions to ease her private and professional life. What a blessing, what a mm -hmm. gift. So I got this American client. I have clients in London too. I have clients in Denmark, in Germany, in Switzerland. And I think I said it all. Yes, but Belgium, Belgium, mm, yeah, and France, of course. Wow, most most of them in Paris. But that, then I tell you what, yeah. that's a, an amazing reconciliation job in the accounts with all the conversion rates from euro to USD and GBP and all of those things. That is an incredible range of international clients. I, I don't yes. think I've spoken to a VA who has that breadth of you know international clients and that's quite incredible yeah. yes and they are never 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 discussing the price or the mm. rates or the banking fees mm. ever yeah 
Yeah. Because what they want is to find to get some to find someone who will make the job and get the solutions yeah. and implement the solutions. Yeah. So whatever the the, 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 the the rate is, they're gonna pay for it. Yeah. So my rate is completely out of the market. I'm not in the in the scale of 25, 30 euros until 60 euros. I'm much more, much mm. more. I'm between 75 and 150 euros the hour. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but what you do is clearly worth that. And then you're dealing also with a different, different type of client yeah. as yeah. well. You, you, yeah. I, and what I loved at the beginning was you, you said you, you knew who your clients were going to be before yeah. you started. You knew um, I yes, I knew exactly, and, yes, my niche. And I think that makes life a lot easier when you know who you want to work with. Yeah. It really does. It really yeah. does. Yes, it gives you the direction. And then, you, you, you. I mean, it's simple. You can't start an activity without networking, talking about your business. And it's been an amazing uh, training for me too to... Uh, prepare my speech my elevator pitch how we said the way the way uh, some uh, trainers uh, told us to prepare when we have only one minute to talk to someone how we can talk about our business with this elevator pitch so i i really needed these two first years to clearly package my projects yeah. i have tried so many different format rates prices and it's only at the third year of activity that I really found what works for me. Doesn't mean that it will work for everyone, mm. but I had this amazing chance to have Amanda Johnson with me, mm. who was always pushing me back to the big picture. Don't forget the big picture. This is your uh, direction. This is exactly where you want to go. And I agree that this is where you have to go. So she really supported me in packaging the right products for my business as Nina Difali, as my French PA. Yeah. Now, I yeah. think, I think that's, that's also a really important point because um, over the course of my career, I mean, I've been training for a very long time and uh, had my own business since 2002, I think. That's when I went freelance first. But I've always had somebody to work with. I've always had a mentor or a business yeah. coach, whether that's been a short-term thing where I've booked, you know, six sessions to get me through something yes. or I've needed to work with somebody long time. I had two different business coaches right at the beginning to help me validate my business when I had a training company, mm. what the business proposition was, who the clients were going to be and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's really, I think, the, those people who really saw above everybody else mm. usually will have somebody supporting them um, and helping it's, them. It's, it's so smart of you to have done that because we can't be trained on something new if we don't surround ourselves by experts. Yeah. It's, I mean, this is the, the, it's so important to invest in the beginning. Yeah. Not after all the fails and yeah. all the tries and all the, the tears, yeah. <laughs> but it's so important to invest. And that's exactly, I put a lot of money in the beginning of my activity, but I have over met all my goals. 
all my goals mm. in terms of turnover, in terms of product, in terms of lifestyle, everything. I mean, really, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm blessed. And today I'm praying to not go back as an employee. I don't want to yeah. go back to what I know. I want to keep this. Yeah. I really love it. And how do, you, how do you manage, Mina, the juggle being a working parent in, in Paris and, and, and sort of school holidays? And how does that fit around your client base? Actually, we don't have the same relationship when you are a PA or EA to a manager or president or whatever the position of uh, the, the manager in the company. And when you're working with another small business owner or another company or business, a businessman, yeah. we, we are at the same level. Yeah. I'm, I'm a business owner and yeah. I have maybe a manager or an expatriate. So we talk the same language. Yeah. There's not this relation of someone under yeah. someone else or whatever. So we are at this level, which changed everything. Yeah. So actually, I'm not asking if it's possible. I'm telling how it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, I like do this. You, do you see the difference? Yes, I do. <laughs> I, do. I absolutely do. I absolutely do. And it, and it is it is a very, very important distinction. And I think I've had this discussion two or three times this week with VAs and non-VAs about how important that changes of the mindset from being um, an employee where you work for exactly. somebody exactly. versus being a business owner where you work dictate with. who you work for, when you work, how you work, and then you build a partnership with a client and you support them but you don't work for exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and the best way to do it, it's always the same story. It's about training them. It's about telling them how it's going to happen. So when I'm uh, signing a, a retainer of uh, a monthly contract for six months or one year, but even if it's three months, yeah. I'm always sending a collaboration document yeah. where I'm putting the main missions, the agenda, the times yeah. that I will work for or for this topic or for this mission. And if it's a one day uh, mission on site, because this product is one, what, what is requested by my clients is to be on site to come. And I have this table with this huge amount of mails to open, to treat, to, to file, to store, to, to put in the bin. So I just tell them that when I do a one day, it's seven hours. And these seven hours, they are running from 9 a.m to see to 4 p.m and that's yeah. it if it's too early i can go until 5 p.m but after 5 p.m mina is not there anymore yeah. <laughs> yeah. so they are just adapting themselves to or to organize themselves yeah. that we can have this seven hours together yeah, yeah. so how many and hours a, how many hours easy. a day do you normally work what do you mean so are there days where you say only actually work for two hours a day and other days where you work for seven or eight hours a day? Or is it that some days you work like three hours in the morning and then you catch up with stuff in the evening when your daughter's gone to bed, for example? Because 
with this kind of business, you have the flexibility to do that. Exactly, exactly. And actually, I'm a very classic person. I sleep on night and I live on day. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I avoid working in the evening. I love to keep my evenings for me. It's, uh, it's very important. I love this rule of 888. Eight hours of work, eight hours of life, uh, leisures, passions, family, and eight hours of sleep. Even if it's not exactly 888, eight, 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 yeah. but it, must, it's, it's really, it really looks like what I'm living. And uh, actually, I, am, I, am secure, I, I have secured four days a week of working with clients. And uh, sometimes it's less, sometimes it's more, but I don't go over four days a week because I want to spend time with my daughter. Yeah. She's not, she's on a private Catholic school. She doesn't have school on Wednesdays. That's it. <laughs> Wednesdays are for her. That's yeah. it. And I'm happy and it's fine. And uh, normally during the Wednesday when she's doing something or she wants to play by herself, I use this time to train or to do my accounting, but it's less, less uh, organized, organized than the other days. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I can have sometimes evenings requests for our cocktails, uh, business meetings, business dinners, sometimes during the weekend. And then I organize myself. Of course, there's a rate on it and everything, but it's always very well organized. Mm. Uh, you, you, you're a very organized person. I can hear. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yes. And it, I, yes. I, I think what's really coming across a lot in what you're saying is that you know your boundaries within your business and, and where the business stops and life starts and you work within that. And I think that's yeah. really important for, uh, as a lesson for all of us. As, it's as really important. Owners. I mean, a kid is a kid. It's very pragmatic. When she's out of school at 6 p.m., it's 6 p.m. It's not 6.05 or 6.10 or 6.15. Or 6 my last manager before I uh, created my French PA was a Japanese man. And I don't speak Japanese. It doesn't speak French. So English was the only language that really make us yeah. uh, each other understanding. And what I really loved with him, and I was his uh, executive personal assistant for five years. He was a huge, huge, very famous manager in the automobile industry. Do not say his name. He was always asking me if I was available for him. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, he's the one who trained me to, to tell to him, or now to my clients, when it's going to happen. Mm. he needed this information not to be sure that I was going to do my work he needed this information to organize himself about the deadlines so yeah. if he's asking me a, a, a task and yeah. it's not urgent he's always telling me when do you think it will be done and then I'm giving him a date a time sometimes and then he knows that by this date he will get this information yeah it was crazy the first time when he asked me are you are you are you at the office tomorrow and I was like, mm, yes, <laughs> I, sh I should not be there. <laughs> Is something happening? And then I understood that he was respecting that I might have a training or a meeting with the team that yeah. it works for him or things like that. So it really built 
me as a as a, as a leader of my pro, of my of my daily professional life yeah yeah that's really that is really key i think a leader of your own daily professional life i love that yeah exactly exactly and that's how it's organized with my daughter so if she's quitting the school at 6 p.m there's no way that i'm going to stay more than 5 p.m at my client's place that's yeah. all i mean yeah. there's no there's no discussion about it it's 5 p.m it's like and actually they're like this they're they're the one that they're watching the time it's all it's already four mina it's already four. Okay. So for me, the priority before you leave, it's this, 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 and then we will see this next time you come. <laughs> and that's super. I yeah, found yeah. this yeah. really cool. That's brilliant. <laughs> that, that's fine. So that yeah. reminds me, my, my husband's an accountant and he had some Turkish clients at one time uh, and they would uh, come to London every so they had an office in London and he'd go and see them at their office in London. And more often than not, it was a Friday, which for us is problematic in the winter, especially. Yes. You have to get home before Shabbat, early and before it gets dark. And the client would be saying, come on, they were strict Muslims. You know, they weren't strict Muslims, they were Muslim, and they, but they knew all about yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And they, he would be saying to David, come on, you've got to leave now or you're going to be late for your Shabbat. You know, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, there perfect. are people like that. I think that's I think that's brilliant. I think that's brilliant. But I love the idea of leading yeah. your own daily life. Because yeah. Especially in our digital age, we all become slaves to the phone, to the yeah. computer, to all of the social media stuff that's around. And it's very tempting to, to deal with that sort of stuff or reply yeah. to stuff out of hours. Yeah. Um, so I, th I really commend you for that. That's, yeah. that's fabulous. Yeah, I agree. Nina, it's been a phenomenal pleasure talking you. to you i've loved thank getting you. to know you more and uh i i think you've got a great little business there and yep. i'm i'm waiting to yes. see the franchise of my french pa yeah. my french <laughs> yes, PA is all know. over the all over Paris, all over france yes and um in fact um i know at least one other va who lives in france she's english and they moved to france a couple of years ago so Perhaps I'll put you in touch. I would love to. Yes. I Thank you for your invitation. It's been a, I was really thrilled and yearning to get uh, this done with you. And I'm so happy. Thank you so much. I know it's, yeah. it's been a pleasure. It's been a real joy and really very interesting. Lots of great points there for the VA community to, to take away and learn from. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Shiny Merci. example. Merci. <laughs> okay. Thanks ever so much, Mina. Thank you. Wow, that's all I can say about that interview. I loved interviewing Mina. I met Mina last year at the PA show uh, in London. Uh, I was introduced to her by Amanda Johnson and you'll have heard her talk about Amanda in the interview and how she works with Amanda as a mentor. So there were several things that stood out for me in that interview, Joe. One of them being how she has invested in herself throughout yeah. the whole process. And we'll, we'll get, can get onto the other things along the way. But I found that truly inspirational that she recognized that she needed support to help her set up right from the get go. Yeah. And, and for me, what stood out was um, she has found herself an amazing niche. 
she's charging accordingly and clients are paying her because they know she has that niche expertise and that's a learning point for all of us yeah it's about if you've got a problem you can solve and you're just about the only person who can solve it then yeah the sky's the limit and i i was also i thought that was uh, that was the second point i was going to talk about especially as we talked about pricing before we brought the interview on and and i thought that was amazing now i live as you've heard i live in israel and i am bilingual um and i have been approached by expats here to say can you book me a telephone can you book me a doctor's appointment i don't know what they're saying you know press one for this press three for that um so i it's not something that i want to do though and i've got no idea i would charge for that because here it's a where we live it's a retiree community so i i don't know that i could charge what i would want to charge for it because it's my time and i think uh, I think Mina's way of working is, is great. I'd have great confidence um, in getting her to do stuff for me, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Very no-nonsense, very um, efficient and, and very on the ball. Um, yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. yeah. And I'm looking forward to when there's a whole franchise of my French PA all over, all over France uh, as Mina brings on people. Um, who can do what she can do for other people because there is a huge expat community and I think if you're a VA living in another country um, it what springs to mind for me is it is something that you could look at if you've been living there for a long time um, and you speak the language then it's definitely something that you could offer if you're built that way not all of us want to deal with bureaucracy but if you know the system um, it's something definitely that that will help. So, um, what else stood out for you, Joe? Mina's go-getting attitude, her absolute um, determination that this is how it was going to be. This was what she was going to do. She was very clear on her boundaries, which were, yeah, um, you know, almost non-negotiable, and that's a very good thing. That's a very good thing because it sets up, and we've talked about this a number of times, about balance. And part of getting balance is about being very clear on what you do, when you do it, and who you do it for. And those boundaries for Mina are very, very clear. And that stands out hugely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I love the fact that she tells her clients she's going on holiday. Um, And it's not, you know, it's not, is it convenient? And I love when she said about, her clients know that she leave if she spends the day with them that she has to leave at five o'clock in order to collect her daughter from school and that the clients are the ones clock watching from four o'clock to so that she gets off in time yeah and I think that's a huge point actually to 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 talk about because um, it's about letting your client know what's really important to you and treating them in the same way. So as she said in the interview, um, she is a business owner talking to another business owner. She's not uh, subservient to them. She's yep. there solving their problems. And, and I think that is a huge mindset shift for a lot of us. Yeah. Um, especially when you come out of working in a larger organization or even a small one where you have a boss 
and you do what the boss says. Uh, and if you want a holiday, you have to ask permission. And if you need to leave for a school outing or a, to go to something or a parents' evening, you have to get permission. Whereas Mina has turned that on its head um, and sets out at the outset to her clients, this is who I am, this is what I do, and this is my non-negotiable. And yep. yes, I'll be flexible if you need an evening booking of something. She has that in her capacity, but she charges more for that, which is commendable because it's out of hours. And she has to have time to make the required arrangements for her family. And I just thought that was brilliant. I agree. I agree. And, and there's a part of me that thought, gosh, I wish I had some of that steel. <laughs> You know, and because I am one of those who does sometimes let the boundaries slip, particularly when things are difficult and you're just, you know, okay, okay, and you, you go that. But she's very resolute in that, no, these are my boundaries. The client works like this because I work like this or they're not my client. Yeah. And, and she's very definite about what she does and doesn't do. And, and in a way... Um, she's very similar to, to Jo Monroe when we spoke to her recently who was also very much of that similar mindset these are my boundaries this is who I work for this is what I do this is how I do it as a client you will fit in with my business or we're not a good match yeah absolutely it's about knowing it comes back to that first exercise when you set up your business or, or one of the first things that you do which is working out who your ideal client is and it might not be based on just on the services that you want to offer. It also needs to be based on personality and working style. And, you know, whereas one person, it will suit to have lots of deadlines uh, yeah. with the client screaming and shouting at them, I need it yesterday. Uh, people, some people thrive in that kind of an environment, whereas other people will need to say, no, I don't work after five o'clock or four o'clock or whatever time it is. If you send me something at three o'clock in the afternoon, I won't get, I won't look at it until 9am the next day. And that, that needs to be set out early on in the client relationship. Yeah. Um, it all comes down to communication at the end of the day. I agree. Absolutely. Um, and good communication builds good relationships with your clients. Yeah. And it might even be a good idea to write it all out, have it written out for yourself, um, what your boundaries are, what you want. Stick it on the wall above your computer where you can see it. I remember when I was trying to up my rates, um, I, I, I made myself a rate card and I stuck it on the wall above my computer and I practiced saying the new rate several times a day out loud so that I could say it without cracking a face. Um, because you know, often when we want to up our rates, we get the feeling of I'm not worthy. I'm not worth that much. Who's going to pay me for that? Are they going to pay me that much? Yeah. Um, and you put yourself, do I want to pay that much? But that's not the right mindset. The right mindset is I'm solving your problem uh, and yeah. it's worth that much. And that's Mina's mindset, which I so admired. Yes, absolutely. Um, very, very impressive um, business and growing. Yeah, totally growing. And I can see she's going to end up way over capacity at some point, which, which is brilliant place to be. 
for, yeah. for anyone. Well, that has been another fascinating episode. No, no top tips and tool tips this week. Um, I think we've, we've waffled on long enough or we've, we've chatted long enough. And listeners, this was the end of our second series. And we are just so thrilled that you're still with us and still listening. And we'd love to continue this. We're about to start booking our next series of guests. So if you'd like to be one of those guests, do get in touch. Shelley at tomorrowsva.com. Joe at jlbsupportsolutions.co.uk at Virtually Amazing is the um, Facebook page. And you can find the, face, the, the episodes on all good podcast players and also on tomorrowsva.com forward slash podcast episodes. And we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with Shelley Fischel and Joe Brianti. We look forward to seeing you or hearing you or you hearing us in the next episode, which is coming very soon.